All right, everybody, it's nine o'clock. We're going to get started. Welcome to the Now D1 Twitter Space Series for Uncommitted High School Prospects. The series is every Monday through Thursday. We get together at nine o'clock Eastern. I'm Alan Gay, and this is Now D1 Speaks. Let's get right into it. Tonight, really super excited. We got a 24 uncommitted prospect. It's Andrew Colombo. He's out of Florida. It's going to be a great conversation. Hey, Andrew, are you there? Yes, sir, I am. Hey, man, thanks for joining us. Really looking forward to, uh, to, to, see, to, to uh, our time together. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, sir, Maybe. me too. Well, good. Tell us a little about yourself, what your GPA is, where you go to school, maybe a travel team, how you got into playing baseball. Yeah, I, gra- I graduated in 2024. My GPA right now is 3.8. I attend Childs High School, and I play baseball for Next Level Baseball. I started playing baseball when – I always started playing baseball when uh, – even in T-League. I was, I was always going to play baseball. My dad played baseball, so it was just going to happen. So you got baseball in your blood. I yes, love sir. It. So Ch- it's pronounced Childs, Childs High School? Yes, Where is that? It's in Tallahassee. Oh, I got you. So you're up in the panhandle. And yes, NLB, Next Level Baseball. Man, they got a great reputation. That's a fantastic team you're with. Yes, sir. We're, we're a really good team. Hey, uh, I enjoy so, it. So, uh, uh, Andrew, what, what positions do you play? And this is a really tough question. Sometimes you could kind of think of it as a little bit of a setup. But if you could maybe think about some of your strengths, and also, maybe not weaknesses, but areas that you just want to improve upon. What would they be? I'm a left-handed pitcher, and some of my strengths, I would say, were I've got pretty good secondary pitches that I can locate for strikes, and I don't usually get hit hard when I do throw fastballs. And some of my weaknesses are if I'm not able to locate secondary pitches and strikes and just become a fastball pitcher, uh, tend to give up a couple more hits than usual. Man, that's always the case. So you're a lefty. What's your yes, height sir. and weight? I'm six foot one eighty five. Man, right that's now. impressive. That's good. And you're a twenty four. Yes. What's sir. your velocity on your fastball? I've gotten up to eighty four, and I'm usually sitting low eighties. That's right awesome. Now. And you're talking about one of your strengths is really your secondary pitches. What do you throw? I've got a curveball and a changeup. Okay, good. Lefty will always keep you off balance. Hey, if any anybody yes, that's sir. joining late, we absolutely appreciate it. We are recording this, and uh, we'll we'll be able to tweet it out a little bit later. So if you did jump in a little bit late, you'll be able to get to hear the beginning of it as well. So Andrew, let me ask you something, and I think this is one thing. Yet you know, it's, maybe it's hard for young guys. I'm not sure. But how do you keep yourself motivated and, and what's really pushing you to, to just get better every day? I've just always had the long-term goal that I wanted to play in college baseball. So I kind of just, if I'm ever having kind of a lazy day where I don't feel motivated, I just kind of think about that, of how I want to be able to play in the college. I love it. That's a great attitude. You never want to sit there and think to yourself, man, if I'd have just given it a little bit more yes. effort. I can't even imagine having to yes, live sir. with that. Hey, yes, that's sir. perfect. I love it. Hey, you started playing. You said it was in your blood. Your dad played. You were playing t-ball. You have to have had over this many years some particularly really memorable moments or achievements that were on the field. And 
if, if you did, what did you learn from them? I threw in the fall championship for next level this past fall. Um, I threw against a really good team from, I think they were from a different country, actually. They all spoke Spanish, and they were really good. And I think I went four innings and one run against them, and I threw probably the best I've ever thrown before. It just kind of showed me what it's going to take to be able to throw against good teams like that. Man, that's awesome. And that was last summer? Last, last fall. fall. Okay. Was it in Florida? Yes, sir. It was in Jacksonville. Oh, man, that's big. Big time. So you were a sophomore at the time, heading into your junior year. Yes, Okay. Sir. Gotcha. Hey, again, anybody that's joining, thank you so much. We do live interviews every Monday through Thursday. We do this at 9 o'clock. If you're listening maybe for the first time and you're interested in doing one of these interviews, please reach out to me. You can send me a DM. I'm at now underscore D1. Um, May is fully booked. We're booking into June, but we will absolutely make arrangements. Hey, you mentioned, I I should say you highlighted, your GPA is 3.8. That's outstanding. I don't know if you realize this or not, but that's pretty good. That's pretty good GPA. And as I think about, you know, kind of an academic commitment, a 3.8 doesn't just happen. I mean, you have to put in a lot of work and effort to make it. And you're having to put in a lot of work and effort on the baseball field as well. What is it that you do to kind of balance those two commitments? Usually for academics, I honestly just try to find any free time that I can just to try to get some studying in. Like if we have a game at 6 o'clock, we usually have a two-hour break before. So I usually just try to find some time to get studying in and stuff like that. Gotcha. Hey, let me ask you this. Back in ninth grade, when you when you kind of got started, did you start out fast with really good grades, or have you really been trying to catch back up as your academic career has been progressing? I started out with pretty good grades. I think I made all A's and B's throughout high that's school. That's good. I got to tell you, anybody that's listening, I tell you, the it's it's easier to start fast and maintain than it is to start slow and try to catch up. If you're a young guy and you're in middle school and you're about to approach ninth grade, you really want to start knocking out the A's early. Get those on your record, and then you can maintain it. It just makes it a lot simpler, and I'm going to guarantee you college coaches are going to be very, very happy with strong GPAs, good ACTs, good SATs, because they're going to want to be able to free up a little bit of academic money. Um, Hey, we'll, we'll kind of keep rolling here. Thinking back to your dad and so forth, are there any particular players or coaches who have really been influential in your development? So my 13-year-old all-star coach, his name is Coach H, Coach TCC. He was really big in helping me out uh, with my pitching mechanics to help me throw more strikes. What was it in particular that maybe he really helped you with? I used to kind of fall off a lot when I would throw, and that would cause my arm to be late, so I would be missing – a way to a righty a lot, and he just kind of helped me with that to stay stay online. I like that. That makes sense. Was Were there any particular drills, or was it just a mental thing with you to be able to stay online? It was more just a mental thing, honestly. Okay. That's good. I like it. Hey, anybody that's uh, uh, joining late, again, thank you very much. I do want you to know I put a tweet of Andrew in what's called the Nest. If you just kind of swipe up on this Twitter space, you'll be able to see a tweet of him. The good thing about that, if you want to find out more information about him, just click it. It'll take you to his homepage, and, and you'll see his bio, have his email address. You can DM him. 
if you're if you're more comfortable reaching out to me, feel free to do that as well. Hey, you know, one thing, Andrew, as I kind of think about balance, you, you know, we went through balance in the academic requirements. One of the things I think about is you're in school, you go through, you know, the day of school, the drama that it brings, whether it's social or academic. And then many times when you leave the classroom, you know, at 2.30 or 3 o'clock, you're probably walking straight out onto the field and you're either going to have a practice or you're going to start preparing for a game that afternoon. How in the world, you know, do you prepare mentally for a game, you know, after you've kind of gone through an entire academic day? Usually when I pitch, um, I kind of just relax that first couple hours to get my body back. And then I usually like to stretch a lot to get my body warmed up. And I also like to think mentally that there's going to be some adversity in the game. And I know I'm going to have to battle through that. And it just kind of helps me to make sure I'm able to battle through that when something does bad happen in the game. So I don't let it snowball into something worse. I like that. That's a good attitude. When you do start struggling just a little bit, what do you do on the mound? Is there anything in particular that mentally you start focusing on? Do you just start trying to slow the game down? Do you speed up the game? Do you try to throw harder? I mean, what is it that you typically do to kind of get yourself through that adversity that you brought up? I try to just slow it down and just focus on making a quality pitch that pitch because there's nothing you can do to change what's happened before that. That's a great attitude, man. It's always the next pitch, isn't it? You know, you can't go back and change the one that you just threw, but you can certainly focus yes, on that next one. Great attitude. Hey, uh, what are your goals? You know, I, well, let me ask you this before we kind of get into the goals. Your high school season, has it, has it ended? Are you, are you guys about to go into the playoffs, or where are you right now? Our season ended. We, we lost. Okay. Well, that's a shame. There's, hey, it's kind of like yes, the pitch, right? There's always next year. Yes, <laughs> Get ready for next yes, year. So I know you're going to be playing with NLB this summer. What, what, are your, what are you trying to accomplish over the summer, maybe in a short term, and even in your high school career or senior year, and then looking a little bit longer, what, it, what is your uh, longer-term goal? So my short-term uh, goals are always usually – I usually like to have an ERA under a 2.5, and I like to have less than 10 walks per season. And then long-term goals is that I would like to be able to make it to a JUCO program for baseball and then be able to transfer to a D1 after that. Okay. I like that. I would love the 10 walks. I guess it depends on how many innings you get to pitch, right? But that's, that's a yes, fantastic sir. goal. And give you just a ton of credit for really thinking about a specific goal, a statistical goal, and kind of putting that out in front of yourself and, and really driving toward it. Really, one thing that just kind of popped out at me immediately, I love that you said – you know, long-term goal, you're really looking at a JUCO, a JUCO first. What is it about junior college that really attracts you? Just the fact that they're able to get more scholarship money is something big for me. And there's just, there's a lot more people on D1 school, so it's a lot harder to get actually on the field. And I'd rather be able to go to a college and play baseball. Andrew, I got to tell you, that's some of the most mature comments I think I have ever heard. That's uh, and there, there are just so many advantages of a junior college. I mean, you named it right off the bat with the scholarship money. They have unlimited uh, practice time. They generally are playing a couple of seasons. 
you get to play. You get you're still eligible to transfer after your freshman year or your sophomore year. And if it's after your sophomore year, you'd already have an AA in your pocket. So I'm I and I know you're in Florida. As I look around at junior colleges that are in Florida, it is big time baseball in junior colleges in Florida. So. I love it. That's a good plan. Let me ask you something, though. You're 6'1", 185 pounds. You're mid-80s right now. Wouldn't be surprised after your senior year. You're topping out, you know, upper 80s, probably sitting right around 88, 89. If a D1 school came knocking on the door, would you would you listen to them, or are you really thinking junior college is where I want to go? I think if the right situation came, I would definitely consider D1. Gotcha. I love it. Any preference in-state or out-of-state? Um, I would probably preference in-state. Okay. Hey, these are great comments, man. Let me ask you this. I know long-term you want to play college ball. Really, to be able to play junior college, D2, D1, doesn't matter. you got to be recruited. Can you give us a little bit of insight as to where you are in the recruiting process? Are you, are you kind of just getting started, starting to put your name out there? Or has anyone already contacted you? And, and if they have contacted you, you certainly don't have to say their name. But just kind of give us a sense of where you are in this process. Yes, sir. Right now I'm not really in. I'm just kind of getting started. Uh, starting to throw some tweets out there with my name. I haven't been contacted by any coaches yet, though. Okay. Well, I got a feeling that day's coming. Again, you got a left-hander with a GPA of 3.8, six foot one, 180 pounds, playing big-time baseball with next-level baseball. I think you're going to have plenty of opportunities. Got a good head on your shoulders as well, Andrew. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. Um, I do want to end with one thing, you know, and, and I'll ask one more question. If there's anything that you'd like to bring up afterwards that maybe – I didn't ask you about, feel free to, to talk about it or ask me any questions if you want to. Uh, but the last thing that I was really kind of thinking about, and it goes back to those T-ball days. I mean, if you could kind of get in front of a kid, he could be six years old, he'd be 10 years old, 12 years old, but it was somebody who was really driven to play baseball. What kind of advice would you give him? I would probably tell them to find a good workout program that works for you and just stick to it. And just have consistency every day. And don't skip any skip any workouts or skip any throwing days or skip any hitting days. I like it. Just be very methodical. Put a plan out there. Yes, sir. Follow your plan. Stick to it. That's fantastic. Yes, Anything else that you wanted to talk about tonight? No, sir. I think I'm good. Andrew, you did an absolutely a fantastic job. I really enjoyed our time together. Uh, any, yes, sir. Me too. That's on? please feel free to reach out to Andrew or if you want to ask me anything, by all means, you can do that as well. Uh, tomorrow night, we've got another young man from Florida. It's a 24 uh, uncommitted prospect. It's Ryan Ragan. And uh, we're absolutely looking forward to talking to him as well. It's amazing the the athletes that come out of Florida. So anyway, with that said, I certainly enjoyed our time. I wish you nothing but the best of luck, Andrew. And, and just thanks for being with us. Yes, sir. Thank you for doing Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Good night, everyone.